I'm Brooke. And I'm Lauren. And together we've created Holistically Unfiltered. Be the change you want to see. Build the world that you need. A space to have intentional, unfiltered conversations that help bridge the gap between health and wellness, expanding our consciousness, and learning new truths. Our hope is to empower you to widen your perspective, take radical responsibility, and confidently jump into the driver's seat of your life. We're so happy you're here. Let's jump right in. Hey, everyone. Hi, guys. Happy season three. What the hell? <laughs> season three. What? This is our season three premiere. If you are maybe just realizing, we took a break and we are back ready for kind of the next, like, I guess, season of the podcast. I can't believe it. I just, I'm, I always get this like goosebump feeling when I even think that we have a podcast. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, we, we do this. (laughs) (laughs) We do this thing. Yeah. And we're also actually like, now that I think of it, almost like approaching a year, which is also crazy. What? Like May, end of May, I think. So still, still some time, but still some time, but yeah, we're making our way there. Yeah. I love it. Brooke, what have you been up to in our little break? So, um, did some light traveling just locally light Um, traveling. I love it. Didn't get on a plane or anything, (laughs) but I got in my car and I drove. We had a great weekend. Yeah. We went to Collingwood and that was just beautiful. It was a good Um, like reset for sure. It it really was. Um, you can probably hear it in my voice. My voice sounds a little bit different. I got the vid guys. I got the vid. It happened. (laughs) It happens. It's, I feel like it was a part of my personality trait that I haven't gotten COVID yet. (laughs) And now it's not there anymore. So you're like, and take, like, yeah. take the box, like, yeah. So just coming off the end of that, uh, which is why my voice sounds weird. Cause we're, we are healing, we're healing yeah. from it. Um, but other than that, like just taking some time for myself and I know we have did have done a lot of work on the back end of this podcast of just mm-hmm. streamlining and making sure we are showing up better and better each season for you guys. So yeah. Yeah. What about you, Lo? Yeah, definitely started February off with, yeah, traveling to Collingwood, the cutest Airbnb, the snow had just fallen. So like the trees, like traveling to Collingwood is like the prettiest drive. And Mm -hmm. like the trees were just like beautifully dusted with snow. And it was just such a fun weekend of like creation and just chilling like just like even packing a bag and getting in my car it was like the best feeling ever um but yeah I'm I'm definitely in this like kind of in this grind mode but also have been in this like weird like funk mode I find where it's like I'm just looking for I guess I'm just oh it's the vibe of like I know better so I want to do better that's kind of my vibe like definitely like the the way yeah I saw that on Pinterest again recently and I was just like we know better. Let's do better here in terms of like cleaning up our eating and just like Mm -hmm. really being intentional with, I mean, obviously there's things we have to do during our day, but then being really intentional with how I spend my time, um, otherwise. So just really in that mode and kind of feel this new energy. I think, I think we're also, I mean, it literally just snowed today, but I feel like we're coming out of winter in this like hibernation mode sense that I've, I've definitely felt still have like been keeping busy and all of that but in terms of like I'll say the the wave I was riding like last spring when this like podcast hit um I I just had a lot of routines that I have like let slip so I'm like ready and excited to get those back on like wow I really really like that layer by layer and like it's always layer by layer and step it's a process yeah so that's kind of the vibes that we've been we've been feeling but I love that. Yeah. We're like so stoked for this episode. (laughs) Oh my God, guys. Okay. So this guest that, uh, you're about to hear our podcast with her, she has been someone who we've wanted on the show since before the beginning podcast even was born. (laughs) Always wanted to interview Rena and she's just an incredible soul that we're so excited for you guys to meet. Yeah. Yeah. So Rena is, uh, urban Buddha and we talk about her on the pod all the time. So just for some context, we kind of chat about this in the, in the episode, but, uh, Rena and I met, 
um, kind of in like this like marketing program. And then we've, we've just stayed connected, um, shared her content with Brooke. And um, I've worked with Rena on some programs. Brooke and I are both in Starstruck. So we just like, yeah, it's just such a manifestation to have her on the podcast. And I was actually mm-hmm. in a program with her and I was like, she was like, you're going to speak in some form because I'm a Gemini rising. And I was learning all these things. And then the next week I was like, so Brooke and I started a podcast <laughs> <laughs> and all of that. So, so yeah, so we, we chat about her business and like how she serves the community, how she shows up on Instagram. I really like that conversation that we had on like showing up on Instagram authentically. And like Rena has built her business on that platform yeah, and just has. with her connections. So, yeah. Yeah. And like, she really touched, we really go into on, on the episode, just about how, what it means to be spiritual in a mm-hmm. business sense. So yeah. We cover a lot of topics, honestly, and I don't want to explain too much because yeah. I want you guys to just hear and love it all. But absolutely, Rena is a master at blending the metaphysical world with the physical world, mm-hmm. and she's really figured it out. And yeah. along the way, and especially in this episode, she drops some serious nuggets of wisdom for yeah. you guys yeah. on, you know, just what it means to be in that type of space. Yeah. Um, also, if you've heard us talk about astrology 500 times on this platform, <laughs> she is our uh, source. <laughs> she is the go-to. So not only is this episode going to be so beneficial for you, but taking a look at the resources that she mm-hmm. offers is yeah. going to be something that is also beneficial to you because if you've been wondering how your specific birth chart applies to your life or anything in the astrological world, really, um, this is your girl. This is the girl you want to be listening to. So yeah. Up-leveling astrology, knowledge and education, like just, just those like high vibes, that high vibe living that we're all about. And, um, so we'll be sure to put all of the links in the show notes, give Rena a follow. You will not regret it. And we're so excited for you to listen to this episode. Ooh, happy Pisces season, everyone. Oh, and happy Pisces season. Happy March 1st. Mm -hmm. Happy all the things. And yeah, do enjoy the episode. We'll see you on the other side. Bye. Hello, everyone. We are so excited for today's episode with Rena. She's the creator behind Urban Buddha, a wellness lifestyle community that's devoted to exploring the wisdom with all things self-care, self-actualization, healing, and spirituality to invoke your soul's essence and embody the fullest expression of who you are. She's all about expansion. So when it comes to the modalities, she's a multi-hyphenate yoga teacher, tarot reader, astrologer, Reiki practitioner, breathwork facilitator, spiritual channel, and subconscious mind coach. Within Urban Buddha, she hosts a tell-all podcast, as well as hosts group healing containers and one-to-one soul activation work. Welcome, Rena. We are so thrilled welcome, to have you on the welcome, podcast. Welcome. <laughs> Hi, I'm so happy to be here. Yay! That was an amazing, amazing intro. I just, I heard that, like, I read it myself before coming on today, but then hearing that actually, like, be said and knowing you too it's such the perfect it's a beautiful bio it's the a perfect bio. the perfect I'm proud of it too I put some I'm lucky because I created it for my own podcast so I was like I think I can just copy and paste yeah. absolutely <laughs> absolutely so we kick every podcast off with guests telling us their big three so the sun moon and rising and I know that you know this very deeply so if you want to share yes as an astrologer, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the best entry. <laughs> I know these. Yeah. <laughs> so I am a Taurus sun, a Libra moon, and a Scorpio rising. Wow, I didn't know you were a Libra moon. That's new yeah. to me. Me too. Le- we're and Brooks are Libra rising, so lots of Libra lots energy. Of Libra. Lots well, of Libra. You know, <laughs> we were talking about Libra yesterday. I was like, ooh, yeah, I'll talk about Libra all day long. <laughs> that balance and harmony. We'd love to see it. <laughs> That is awesome. So the second question we like to ask is what you're grateful for today. 
Mm-hmm. Oh it doesn't gosh, have okay. to be big. It can be really, it's all about the small things. It can be a big thing if you want it to be, but just something that brought some gratitude to your heart today. Yeah. I think I talk about this all the time and I love to share it because I know there are people out there that also go through this. I have such resistance to gratitude practices. It can get mm-hmm. so cheesy so fast for me. And like I working in wellness for a couple of years, I've worked with some companies that just like really use it to bypass over. Mm-hmm. And so I love this question because I've recently fallen back in love with gratitude in a way that feels right. And I actually received this download about a month ago that was gratitude is just the experience of receiving the love of the universe. Mm. And that's why when you're in gratitude, you manifest so quickly is because you're, mm-hmm. you're in receiving mode. Cause you're yep. receiving the love with yep. no restrictions. So I'm like, happy to answer this question today. <laughs> today has been quite the chaotic day before we started recording. We were talking about just chaos. I was going through with trying to buy a car mm-hmm. and I went over to to be magnetic which I know you guys talk about all the Love. time on the pod yeah and um I listened to one of their episodes on tests when you're going through manifestations and I'm really just grateful for like in today's world how many spiritual resources there are mm-hmm. and like I oh, was yeah. going through a tough moment and like I literally knew exactly where to go to get the resources and the type of conversation I needed to recenter and I think Mm -hmm. that's so cool because that was not the case totally five years ago Mm -hmm. I love that I was actually the same just before this um recording I was there's yeah something going on with me too and it's like clarity di tbm like whatever resource like lights you up and all that so so glad that you shared that and we're just so excited because we also talk about you all the time on the podcast. <laughs> I was just having like my own separate moment over here, listening to you speak and just being like, Lauren and I have talked for talked a very this. long time of having you on the podcast. And I was just like sitting here soaking in being present and just like, holy shit, she's on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> for full context, I was in Elevate with you in Metaphysical, I think around this time that I literally was like, podcast like you're like yeah, you will talk you will speak yeah while you're in elevate that's I, correct session one you showed up and you were like rena my best friend brooke and i we just did this thing and i was like great because i just looked at your chart and that's like you're a gemini rising <laughs> yeah. that's right because it was like the first we met every tuesday it was around may and it was like the birth chart reading that you did which was like highly recommend anyone who's looking for, for that, um, information, um, on their birth chart to get it like actually read and, um, you know, broken down because so many breakthroughs have happened for Brooke and I with that. And one of them being this podcast. And, and I think the next week I came to you and I was like, all right, we've set it up. It's launching in a couple of weeks or, or whatever. And then Brooke and I, of course, have just said, we need to get Rena on. I think we mentioned your name at least once every episode. So it's so good to just if have you here. Times. Yeah. You know, reflecting on all the things. So thank you so much for being here. And with that, just introducing yourself to our community, you know, finally putting maybe, you know, the name or the voice, I should say, you know, behind the name and introducing yourself, where you're from, your upbringing, just all the things to kind of where you are uh, today. Okay. I love that where you're from because it's always a little hard for me to answer. And especially now that I'm about to prepare for a big move again. Um, I spent the last two months traveling and one of those months was in Costa Rica and I was out one night and I was talking to this group of cool group of girls that I met. They were so open hearted and glitter on their face and just like kind (laughs) and fun. And I was asking them, I would turn to one of them. I was like, Oh, where are you from? And she was like, the world. <laughs> I love that. What an appropriate answer. Like that's what I we know. should all say. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. And I feel like I've maybe heard people say that before. Like, oh, we're, you know, or at least like talked about it. Like we're all just from the same earth. Yeah. But the way she said it, where she just, you could feel that she felt it. And I was like, I want to be like that. So I'm, I'm from the world. I but love that. I <laughs> love that. To give some geometric <laughs> touch points. Yes. Not geometric. Uh, geographic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, geometric. You're like, That's what is right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. Moved to Washington, D.C. Went to school there. 
After graduating, I moved up to New York. I've lived in New York for four years now, and I'm now prepping to move to LA. I'll be out there starting um, around the time that this episode comes out. Oh my gosh. So excited to see that journey for you to unfold. I love I, the world, that um, that whole idea, because I was even just having a thought where it's like, I just want to be settled or I want to, you know, whatever. But also this like nomadic life is kind of calling to me too. And I just like, I like that better than maybe, you know, even calling it like that I'm a nomad. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Something that I've been like really, really interested by you is you are so multifaceted, like multifaceted. Is that a word? I don't know. Multifaceted. Um, (laughs) There we go. I knew someone was going to get it. Not me. But um, that has just been so interesting to me because I I resonated with that because I am also someone who has a lot of interests, a lot of interests in different areas and skill sets in different areas. And I see you you're you've been such an expander for me in that in that sense so I would love to hear how you kind of went from because I'm I'm only assuming here but that there was a struggle point where it was like I only need to pick one thing I need to go in one direction I would love to hear how you kind of brought all of these like paths into one and it's now called urban buddha yes okay so this is a fun story because I was in that battle around the time that Lauren and I met because The way we all got connected is because Lauren and I were in the same um, digital marketing course, like learning Mm -hmm. about how to market online businesses, specifically wellness businesses. And at the time, I had been a yoga instructor for years, and I loved it. I taught full time. I managed a studio. I ran teacher trainings. I planned to be a yoga instructor the rest of my life. And I knew eventually I wanted to take it into retreats, Mm -hmm. but there was this element of teaching yoga full time where like, I'm a very intellectual person. It makes sense that I'm a subconscious mind coach now because like, I love the intellect. I love the Mm -hmm. mind. Mm -hmm. And I didn't feel like that had room to be expressed in my yoga career. At the same time, I'm a Libra moon. Like I love fashion. I love Love a good aesthetic. (laughs) And I just remember that time in my life, I was running around the city, sweaty. My hair was always wet with sweat. My leggings were always wet with sweat. Like even if I packed three extra pairs of clothes, like somehow I was always on the subway home, like damp. I just like felt really unexpressed Mm. in that like, physical way. Um, and so I ended up getting laid off from the yoga studio when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also knew it was time to move on. I was really, mm-hmm. I was feeling that compression of the places yep. where I couldn't be expressed and I got laid off and I was like, okay, it's go time on what, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm creating something. Yep. And I had read tarot on the side for friends, just like, honestly, as a party trick, like we would have people over <laughs> to our apartment all the time before we went out and people would want their cards read and it just became like a weekly thing that I did for my friends. That's so cool. It was fun, but, um, it was young for sure. Like would I mix alcohol and divination? No, no, but like, <laughs> <I did>. Do <laughs> not recommend. Yeah. Like maybe a glass of like biodynamic yeah. red, you know? But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I typically was drinking red anyway, but, um, it's too funny. So I, when, when everything went down, I was like, Ooh, I have a tool that can help with anxiety. Like I just need to share it. So Mm -hmm. I started posting about tarot readings and started giving them. So I was teaching online zoom classes for yoga and giving tarot readings online. And that's when I met Lauren. And then I had been teaching these new and full moon yoga classes and I, in no way considered myself an astrologer, a lifelong lover of astrology. Yes. But I would not say I was an astrologer, but I was Mm -hmm. like in teaching those classes, putting in a lot of research and work and starting to understand it, you know, as the transits came as the new and full moons unfolded. And when everything shut down, I really missed those classes. I really missed talking about astrology. And so I just decided to like, put the research that I normally would do into journaling prompts because throughout the yoga class, I would pose questions based off of the astrology for people to reflect on as they moved. And so I was like, I'll just put them in journaling prompts and people loved them. And I had a friend, one of my best friends reached out to me and she was like, 
can you read my birth chart? And I was like, oh, no, no, I don't do that. <laughs> You're like, that is too far. I do not do these things. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And, and she was like, oh, I don't know. Like, all I know is that like, I'm a Capricorn rising. And I was like, no, you're a Capricorn sun. And she was like, oh. exactly. Read my chart. And I was like, okay, it's going to be bad, but like, let's do it. Oh my gosh. And so we did it. It, it was bad. I look back on that reading, like, oh, you know, you all have to, you have to start somewhere though, right? Like yes, what a beautiful yes. starting point with like a, a really good friend. And I think, I think for anyone, I, so many people love astrology, mm-hmm. but hold themselves back because it can be intimidating. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the perfect setup of like, no, the first reading will maybe be bad. I don't mm-hmm. want to say will be bad. I have no idea. Yeah. But like, and, but do it. Oh, but it probably where... will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the first so, anything sucks, yeah. you know, like it's yeah. just the ripping the bandaid moment off. That's yeah. just like, it's going to be messy. It's not going to be cool, but it and you learn also, from it. Yeah. It's, it's where you're going to get your experience from. It's where you're going to find your lessons and build off of it from there. Yeah. And knowing like, you're making me reflect on how it's truly not results oriented Mm. and it's not about like how did that reading go more it was like wait that felt really good to sit and like hold space with someone's chart with them process oriented yeah love that so of course she goes and she tells the rest of our friends and they all come to me and they're like my turn (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) like I want the goods now (laughs) yeah so I got a lot of practice I began reading birth charts but this is when it started to really conflict all my modalities because I was like how can I be a yoga teacher and a tarot reader and a astrologer and I even went so far to create a new Instagram account because I'd had Urban Buddha just as like an online journal blog yeah I created a new Instagram account called Third Eye Collective that was just tarot because I was like oh now I'm leaving yoga behind I'm just going to be a tarot reader so I have to Mm -hmm. create this new space to be a new tarot reader yeah but one thing about me is that like I'm when I'm passionate about things I love it and it Mm -hmm. works and when I'm not I can't show up to it and it doesn't work and this kind of like admin um technical side of life like I really struggle to show up to those things and in creating a new Instagram account, I was like, oh God, now I have to do the admin of like building another community again. Mm-hmm. And, and not even like building the community in terms of like, like I, what I noticed is my tarot clients stayed my tarot clients, but they weren't going to the new Third Eye Collective page and interacting. Like they were just booking through my regular link and bio that I always had. Like yep. nothing changed aside from I gave myself more work to do. Right. So, It took time, but over the course of a few months to a year, I really came to this recognition that like, we are all healers, but, but we are all healers. It is, it is our energy and the modality is just how we like to play, how we like Mm -hmm. to express what tools are really opening something in us at a given time. Mm -hmm. But that, and I see so many healers do this and with anyone that, I hold space for to open their gifts a little bit deeper. I always want to pass that legacy on that, Mm -hmm. that you are the healer and the modalities when they sit on the side, there's no life in them. You're the Mm -hmm. one that infuses it. That gives them the energy. Yeah. Yeah. So I've kind of came to that, but it's always, there's always a little bit of cognitive dissonance that I have to work through. Like, it's okay to just show up. It's okay if it doesn't all like, connect yeah they're allowed to be different yeah and that's like okay so kind of going back a little bit to what you said and what I think you were just leading in there too is you said something about how you started to find yourself in a space where you couldn't authentically express yourself and I feel like that is something that a lot of people um like witness and go through where they go through seasons in their life where it feels like, okay, I've outgrown this one situation and now it's like hindering me and it's, it's not working anymore. What were some of the things that you leaned into to help you through that process and to know that it was okay Mm -hmm. to leave a place or a situation or a person or something, Mm -hmm. anything that doesn't make you feel in your truest, most vibrant expression. What did you lean into? How did you get through it? That is such a powerful question. Mm -hmm. And I actually, I wrote about this today, actually. But when I think back, what I had been doing that set me up for success and that I think if anyone's 
in that moment right now when they're struggling, start doing this, which is that I had this practice of throwing myself at life. This is my Mars and Aries talking. Like I just <laughs> will go. Love that. An opportunity and like I'm diving into it. Amazing. But with that, I had this like precise and intense ability to recognize like I'm going to throw myself at this and then, okay, did that energize me or did that exhaust mm, me? Yes. Are you a generator in human design? I am. Yeah. <laughs> fellow gen- I'm like really getting into human design too and I'm like that sounds like generator energy <laughs> exactly I have a lot of energy <laughs> oh, but, that's yeah so I would, I would throw myself but that's that's where the caveat is is it's not just throwing yourself at life you're gonna burn out you're mm-hmm. gonna be exhausted mm-hmm. it's throwing yourself at life and then taking note that energized me that didn't and then when things don't energize you just letting them go because mm-hmm. especially when focusing on the positive feedback you're getting from what is energizing you. And what I noticed over time is that that started to cultivate my sense of self. Yeah. My, cause, cause what I describe it as is I was letting my spark lead me. And then when I would, my spark would lead me, I'd be energized from something and it would give me energy back. And so my spark would expand. And in the work that I really do now it's about helping people remember their true essence and then release blocks so that they can expand the expression of their essence. Exactly what you said, like being able to express who they authentically are. And so my mind is running in a million places <laughs> with all this. I'm like, Look, where can I take this? this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, to bring it back down, ultimately over time, my self-worth started to develop as I was engaging in activities that energized me and that lit up my spark. Mm -hmm. And so from there, of course, it's hard decisions to leave a relationship that's not serving me anymore, to move out of a city that I had thought I was going to live in the rest of my life and move Mm -hmm. across the country instead, to make hard decisions about my business and things I'm not going to include anymore or you know, things I'm not going to do anymore, but it becomes a way easier decision when it's so clear mm-hmm. that I can do this and be exhausted, or I cannot do this and do something else and be energized. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. And the whole time you were talking about that authenticity and magnetism, just like mm-hmm. constantly like bouncing back and forth because I mean, <laughs> I always say like anything you put out there or do, I'm like, I'm on it. And it's like that energetic level that you can put out and people can meet you there. And whether or not they're maybe there themselves, you can, like you said, help invite them to come to that space to show them the modalities or like those medium um, or those mediums of like getting there. And I want to quickly chat about your, yeah, like following your spark and what energizes you. And again, how I kind of perceive that in terms of like authenticity and, and, you know, just your, your inherent, like your self-worth. It's just so, it's just so exuberant. Like it just like, (laughs) it just shines off you, your Instagram, like your Instagram is just like, it is like if if it was an emoji, it would be a it's fire Lauren's emoji. Happy place. It's my happy place. Anytime, like literally this afternoon, this afternoon, I'm like, Rita posted. Oh my gosh! And I literally have to like come down and like sometimes it's like, I don't know about you both, but like sometimes Instagram is like so fire or like the people you that I have to save and like go back because it's like my nervous system literally can't handle the awesomeness. <laughs> but I want to just like, like how I I know I know the turning point. I know kind of when your Instagram turned, your, your content turned, how you showed up turned. Like, I know that you, you've kind of spoken about it already, but when did like, you know, the channeled messages or like, how do you craft your content or how do you, I guess, show up in this, in this way on your Instagram? Cause really that's been, for those who don't know, like that has been your, like your main anchor in your business. You don't have a website right now. You like this, my digital marketing professionals might be like, what? Like you have just such a backwards. Yes. Yes, exactly. And can you speak to that? Like just how, how you decided or how you decide to show up and kind of what the, what that turning point was there. So I've always been a grassroots person. Like I worked in politics before 
and grassroots campaigns were my favorite thing to work on. Literally, like, going door to door, making sure everyone was registered to vote. Like, so cool. That lit up my spark. That was one of the things I threw myself into. And I was like, whoa, this is freezing, but it energizes me. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think the reason why I succeed so much, and of course, I'm, a website's coming in. I just started my podcast. My yes. newsletter is getting more consistent. Like as yep. I grow, these other things are coming, coming in, in. But yep. Instagram was this home base for my business and my services for so long because it had that grassroots energy. Mm. And especially, I, I think this is a little unique, especially just given the way that like the algorithm works today. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I started Urban Buddha, it was because I had started teaching yoga and as I was teaching, I was saying things that I didn't plan. I didn't know what I was saying until I had said them and I felt the energy in the room shift Mm. and I was like, whoa, that was, that was wisdom. And I didn't know what the word was, but I was channeling. Yeah. And I started Urban Buddha because I was like, I'm channeling all of these messages and like, I can't just say them to this room of, you know, either two to 40 people and just have it be gone. Like I, I need to, this hold is them. I need yeah. to hold it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I created Urban Buddha just to keep track of it. I didn't want anyone to find it. <laughs> Why I created it as an Instagram, I think subconsciously I wanted the world to see it. Yeah. But like, mm-hmm. It felt like that safe space that, or that safe container that you could place it there though at the time. Yeah. 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 And so I have this Instagram I'm up and running with it. I'm posting all the time, all these yoga flows. I'm connecting with other people in the healing space. Mm. It was, it was vibrant because I showed up purely and only to express this truth I was channeling. Yeah. And then one day, <laughs> all of these, um, followers come flooding in and I'm like oh cool that's a new follower yeah look at who they are and it's like this boy I went to high school with this (gasps) girl that's in my like math class like you're like oh no I am being seen now (laughs) yeah and so I went over to because I still had my personal account which I posted on up until 2020 yeah um and I had a alert that said your Facebook friend Rina Sangupta is on Instagram as Urban Buddha <laughs> and so and you're like all this of my is why friends got that <laughs> oh. alert. and I was so mad I was so close to, close to like there was a part of me that just wanted to delete everything yeah. mm-hmm. but it was it was beautiful it was channeled wisdom I couldn't delete it so mm-hmm. I was like okay I guess I have to now like reveal this about me to the world yeah and I think part of why people feel connected to my content in the way that they do is because it comes from that seed. Mm -hmm. And sure, sometimes I deviate. Instagram can be a really chaotic place. And especially when new features come out and like, you know, there's all this temptation to grow. Also, Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry if you can hear the sirens. (laughs) That's Um, New York. We'll let it be. It's the New York vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, New York is like, so I almost like, it's like anyone from New York. I'm like, oh my gosh, they're famous. Like there's just such a vibe with New York just from movies and stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It's a fun place to be. Yeah. But no Um, worries. But yeah. Okay. They're, they're passing. But, um, Yeah, of course I deviate and I have definitely been through times where I'm like, I just want, I just want 10 K. I just want that K. And yeah. And, but every time I feel myself prioritizing that I snap myself back into the reality of vulnerability Mm -hmm. and the origins of what urban Buddha even is. And and it's funny because I can be like stressing out about an engagement rate. I rarely do that, but <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I can be. And then I'm like, oh no, 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 I'm not supposed to prioritize this. Like, what do I really want to say? What am I actually feeling? Mm-hmm. And like, if I were to get quiet and like channel a message right now for anyone yeah. who's meant to see it, what would it be? Yeah. And when I come back to that, then it's funny because like clockwork, I mean, yesterday was the perfect example. I shared a very vulnerable story and people just people feel seen people feel yep. connected and yeah and I think that is something 
with anyone who's trying to grow an Instagram community, especially in the wellness, spirituality, or healing space. Mm-hmm. Instagram, yes, is this place to be seen, but mm-hmm. it's so much more powerful when you can go on to see others. Oh, yes. People feel seen through your radical expression. Yeah. And like you, Instagram's fake. Yeah. We all know that. Yeah. And so in knowing that, instead of being like, well, it's fake and it's dumb. What if it's okay, this is crafted. So mm-hmm. like, what if I were to make this like the, the most authentic, mm-hmm. like out there, like what if I were to just say yeah. whatever. Truly like, a teaching truly. moment, truly teaching moment. Or like you said, being seen, like when you were on stories last night, I don't want to totally put you on blast, but you're making mac and cheese. I'm like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Rena, she's a healer. She's so <laughs> successful. Okay. She also eats mac and cheese. I can eat mac like and cheese. Four times like, a night. I mean, yeah. not a day. A lot. I love what just happened there, but like, it honestly did because I had a moment, like, I think it was just last week where I was like, F it. I'm, I'm having craft dinner, like yes. here in Canada, craft dinner, same thing. But it's like, that doesn't make me any less of like, a wellness. And then I'm like, I go on my Instagram. I'm like, wellness educator, who is she eating crap dinner? Like, or she's having a bad night or whatever. But then you connect with these people who just like you said, make you feel seen or just show you like you can have, you have what? 4,000 followers. Incredible. Mm-hmm. You don't have 10 K you have a successful business. You show up authentically on this platform. You, you know, just share such wisdom and channeled messages and like really hold space for people. And you have Mac and cheese multiple times a week. <laughs> and it is just honestly Libra moon balance. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I think that this is speaking to something that we speak we touch on quite frequently and I think is a common thread in a lot of our episodes is that when you show up authentically it's the permission slip that everyone else around you needs that they don't know that they need and they don't even know that sometimes that you are the permission slip but I know that I whoever it is who I'm looking at on Instagram or even in my life when I'm around people who are being authentic it's, I don't in the moment go, oh, they're authentic. So I can be authentic, mm-hmm. but it just naturally happens. And yeah. so it's that, that expander piece, right? <laughs> it is that expander piece. And I, yeah. I honestly enjoy, I think it's cooler that you have, a, it's not even a small Instagram following. No, like, I just think, I think it's cooler that it's a, a tight group because it's totally it's intimate souls who are meant to be there. It's souls mm-hmm. who are truly called to what you're saying. And I would rather have 20 followers than 2000 followers. If those 20 people like your really ride touching, or die. Mm-hmm. are really into it and really, you know, meant to be receiving those messages. So I guess along this whole topic, I want to ask like, is, was, who are you looking at? Like who mm-hmm. were the people who you got permission slips from and were like, were they there? Did you make your own permission slips and you know, all those Love things. That. Wow, that's such a good question. When it comes to this conversation specifically around like Instagram metrics, um, one of my friends, her Instagram handle is Real with Emma, and she has a brand called Real with Wellness. They are both incredible. Um, I actually, I think I sent her to Lauren like two weeks ago. Loving her content, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and she, um, we met because we had just been following each other. I, you know how sometimes it just happens. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't even realize. She booked a birth chart reading, and um, we've just been in close contact since. And she hit 10K like since the birth chart reading and um she had this incredible live I think it might still be on her IGTV where she just talks about like hey I woke up this morning and I hit 10k am I celebrating was this a goal that I've had for so long yes did anything in my life change no no yeah can I look back on my old self and be like whoa you put way too much weight Mm -hmm. and stress into that Yes. And like, I'm today I'm sending her compassion. Mm. And that was, that was a really expanding moment for me. And I agree. Like, it's funny because the other day I was writing out, you know, goals for the ways that I want urban Buddha to grow in, in the next year. And I have retreats and I have like continuing the podcast and I have a website. (laughs) And of course, like, you know, when you're, you want to be growing the community so I'm like okay yeah like you know like growing followers should be maybe a goal mm-hmm. but 
I like first wrote down 10k but then I was like I don't even care about that I was like I don't know should I pick a num- another like, yeah 2k I was like yeah no, I don't care 14k and then I yeah. realized I was like no I just need it to be consistently expanding mm-hmm. with the souls who are present with the yeah. people that are meant to be in it mm-hmm. and if, yeah and and there's no number attached yeah. to that it's yeah. just because yeah. when you see those bigger accounts I love how we're like really talking about like holistic Instagram right now <laughs> but like when you or like a relationship with it but when you see those accounts with such big following and like what they have a hundred likes on a post mm-hmm. like you know what I mean like that that engagement's not there so I just love that that's like yeah, yeah like it's community you have a community yeah. there and and when you put out offerings or you put out invitations they receive and accept those and I think that that is just like so beautiful and it's just like so it's just so so seen in in all of your in all of your work and all of your programs so Lord you said something earlier that I you said it and I got this like ooh channeled message you Love. were talking about like oh because you were like something about authenticity and magnetism and I yeah. heard authenticity breeds magnetism oh yes absolutely absolutely because writing that down right now (laughs) (laughs) I love that and because that's just it because again it kind of goes to that invitation like Brooke was saying and it goes to that like whatever that magnetism looks like whatever it is that you're putting out there maybe it's just again inviting that person and then that's healing the collective without even us really like being maybe super aware of it. So um, I love that. I love that download. Thank you for sharing that. So with all of this, you know, speaking about your Instagram and like how you use it for your business and crafting all of your content, um, kind of switching gears and talking about how you serve the urban Buddha community. I know that we've kind of touched on tarot and birth chart readings and stuff, but what are you currently offering? How did these come to light or maybe the inspiration behind them? just sharing all the goodies with that yes okay I'm gonna start with starstruck because it's Please. my love and my baby you're both yes. in it so like so fresh from last night's session yeah. holy Wait, smokes before you go on about this we need to talk about last night <laughs> Rena. I know for a fact that me Lauren and Sarah both had like major breakthrough Breakthroughs. moments and I just want to like on record on the pod thank you for the work that you're doing and let this serve as like a testimony or something to whoever anyone listening listening. like if you want to even dip your toe in that type of world Mm -hmm. Rena is your girl and I just wanted to publicly say that before we go into (laughs) PSA (laughs) yeah seriously I'm glad that you showed up to it and like you like all three of you and everyone else who's in the membership you heard that energetic call and Mm -hmm. you you decided and it's funny I was thinking the other day about like how I don't want to say bad of a job but like I really don't explain what starstruck is like (laughs) there's mystery though it's kind of it is mysterious which like there is maybe yeah totally (laughs) (laughs) but I was thinking about it but I was like and and it's funny because when I sit down to like write the copy that explains what it is I suddenly get exhausted I'm like mm. I cannot like <laughs> well because it's the explanation would you say within the container right like it's like would you say like, like for like the like the explaining ex- oh sorry yeah I'm sorry my, no, my internet might be <laughs> but just explaining like uh, like I mean I mean it might be hard to explain but it's like how do you explain like weekly breakthroughs of your birth chart <laughs> and like yeah. learning about astrology I mean like that I'm gonna use that thanks <laughs> so welcome you're so welcome but but yeah but I, I came to this acceptance and I was like oh, I don't need to explain it because the the souls who feel the energy of it will come and mm-hmm. I really trust that and like yep. do I have to make sure I'm expressing the frequency and in the frequency in a very strong way 1000% that's my responsibility. Do I need to like write out like first we'll open with a breathwork meditation? Yeah. Then, like, no. No. Yeah, like um, no agenda needed. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so Starstruck is my my love and my baby and it's really prompted the way to change a lot of the things that I do in my business and Amazing. how Urban Buddha as a community is going to unfold and grow mm-hmm. in the future. But I was really resistant to creating Starstruck, which I haven't even like explained what it is yet. It's an yeah. astrology membership. <laughs> <laughs> it is <Where> so good. <laughs> every it's it's centered around the moon because if you remember earlier when I was teaching the yoga classes, mm-hmm. I learned mm-hmm. astrology by showing up to every single new and full moon and being like, 
what what is this what is pisces what is aquarius what's a new moon what's a full moon wait this is trying to pluto what the (laughs) heck does that mean yeah yeah And I just learned it slowly over time, but by consistently showing up to each new and full moon. And the reason why that's such an effective way to learn is because astrology is cycles, right? It's the planets Mm -hmm. orbiting. The moon orbits the fastest. So Mm -hmm. you're working with the smallest cycle in astrology. So you're Mm -hmm. getting a taste of everything in astrology, but in a compressed amount of time. And then from there, like once you understand like, kind of the rhythm of the moon yeah then you start to understand like oh and that's what mercury is doing too and like okay and now like ooh, my saturn is doing it and you just mm-hmm. get to pull like go out the layers of the onion almost mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so so i knew a membership was in me surrounding the new and full moons but i I'm a little, I'm definitely introverted. Like when I show up with energy, I have lots of energy, but I'm an introvert in my like day to day and social life. Mm -hmm. If it's funny, like all my best friends have forced me to be their friend. They like drag me and they're like, come on, like (laughs) we're doing these things. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like, if I, they, they in college used to always have to like drag me to go out. And that is hilarious. So on new and full moons, it's like a heightened, heightened emotions Mm because the moon is emotions. Yeah. So I took my new and full moon rituals very seriously and very intimately. I liked to be in my introvertedness during. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really resistant for a while because I was like, I know this astrology membership is in me. I know Mm -hmm. it's not an option. It's like part of my soul contract. I can feel that. Yeah. But like, I just can't commit to holding space every new moon. Like I might be a wreck. I don't know. Like I might really Mm -hmm. need that space for myself. Mm -hmm. So... I pushed it off for a really long time and I was reading a lot of birth charts. I was loving reading birth charts, but I found this common error in birth charts where we would have an incredible reading and then people would leave and then message me a few weeks later and be like, I like, I don't know how to integrate it. I don't know like what, Mm -hmm. like it all felt so right in the moment, but now I don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Yeah. And also I, I was extending first, my birth chart readings were an hour, then an hour and a half, then two hours. And then I was still going over when I had a two hour. There's so much to cover. <laughs> and I'm also like, I'm the type of person, like I would walk into forever 21 and look at every shirt. Oh, you know? like, yeah. I, so we're like, <laughs> we have to go through every planet and every house. Yeah. And like, I've even, I'm learning this with my own podcast that I've just started. Like, yes, I can't omit anything from the story mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I think listening now you can even pick that up <laughs> for sure so I was like mm, okay like this two-hour container is not it like mm-hmm. so since then I've brought it back down to 90 minutes and mm-hmm. much more specific and I work with the client to understand like what we really need to dive into mm-hmm. but I realized that I was not holding space with integrity anymore I saw a flaw in the way I was holding space and if I were to continue just holding space in that way knowing a flaw not even a flaw in terms of like perfectionism but like I I knew where I where there was room for people to not be fully held and mm-hmm. safe in me delivering yeah. this divine information to them mm-hmm. so in fall of 2020, I decided to create Starstruck and I decided, okay, Mondays are the day that's ruled by the moon. So we'll have sessions on Mondays because it's a moon centered course. Every new and full moon will dive into that chart, the embodiment, the ritualization of it. And then on the off weeks, we'll do master classes. So for example, last night's master class was called Chiron and Crystals. So good. <laughs> all about you as a healer because Chiron is what's called the wounded healer in your chart Mm -hmm. and it's where you experience pain where you have to heal yourself but you are you are destined to heal it because it's also part of your purpose that's how you help to heal others Mm -hmm. um so we all looked at our chiron placements i guided everyone through how to interpret what it means and then we also talked about working with crystals and astrology Mm -hmm. um so that's starstruck. And in that membership format, I so just powerful. found it so juicy. And mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say too much more because I 
still am so blind on what's the horizon, but it's for sure to focus and memberships, memberships are it. Like I love (laughs) holding space in that way. They're set up so beautifully and you just meet so many amazing like-minded people. And we have a group chat, which is just so amazing to connect. And, you know, you, you become friends. There's, there's one member, like we're voice noting all the time on like through Instagram. Yeah. Like, it's just like the community, I guess that you've created, you know, with, with urban Buddha, but just starstruck, especially Brooke and I can obviously chat to, um, or talk about is, is just so beautiful. So we love it. (laughs) Big fans. (laughs) I would love to ask, and it's going to kind of be an abrupt, like switch up kind of not really, but just in closing this beautiful podcast, I would love Rena for you to expand on what it really like what your sun moon and rising Mm. really do for you because we open with it but we've never had an astrologer come speak to it and I know that we have a lot of people that want to know this about themselves and then they'll they'll find the sign they'll be like okay well what does that actually mean if it's my rising and not my sun so I would love for you to just like like, astrology 101 (laughs) just the big three that's it okay so let me switch up my seat so I can get comfortable. <laughs> okay. So I'll start with the rising because that is, as an astrologer, that's where I like to focus the most, especially as an astrologer and a coach. I'm focused on holding space for your development. And that's really what your rising sign does for you because what your rising sign is, is the sign that was on the horizon the moment you were born. And so it's quite literally what you are becoming it's what's on the periphery of who you are. So it represents your approach towards life. It represents the energy you bring. It represents the way you look. It represents your identity, all of these kind of like forward facing things. Mm -hmm. That's your first house in general. Your rising sign specifically is this one point in your first house and that's, it's what inspires you. It's what the energy you need to lean into in order to access and get in connection with your highest self. So for example, as a Scorpio rising for me, it means that like leaning into spirituality brings me in closer connection to my next iteration of self. Who you're becoming. Yeah. Yes. And also like because I'm Scorpio rising, Scorpio is very introverted. Hence why I say, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a bit of an introvert. With Scorpio rising, I actually don't put myself out there. I invite people in. So like I, I hold an energy and people are like, whoa, what's happening there? And <laughs> we I'm want like, more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <find out." laughs> and then, and then they come in and they meet my Libra moon and they're like, whoa, this is so different. Yeah, yeah. But I, I also get a lot of times <laughs> that like when people meet me for the first time, they, think I'm super mean or I, I experienced this like my first year of college people would meet me and be like oh I just assumed that you were like like a bee and I was oh, like that's what Lauren shocked. first thought about me yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> for the record don't remember that but maybe it was something to do with which is funny because your Libra rising is harmonious so whatever that was <laughs> it's my Pisces son coming in both of ours hot. yeah <laughs> That's so funny though, you know, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and I remember being really hurt by, it was like random people, but I remember being like, what? Like, why would Mm -hmm. you ever think that? Like what's giving you that impression? And I was really affected by it, but it's just, it's just that Scorpio, like (laughs) the moody vibe, like the cutthroat. Yeah. I love a leather jacket. I like having dark hair. Like, I won't lie. Let me be. Like, I'm not mean, but just let me be in a moment. Let me have a moment. Yeah. (laughs) So, so that's your rising sign, your Mm. sun sign. I'll be honest. My sun is in a place in my chart where it's hard for me to access and understand. So that's also why me as an astrologer, I tend to focus more on the rising sign because that's my role in this life. I'm meant Mm. to connect people to their rising sign. It's like my higher self purposely like put my sun there because I knew I was coming into this lifetime to bring a revival of astrology to the world. And the Mm. way that astrology was worked with in Western culture up until, you know, Mm -hmm. my, my, my adulthood was Mm -hmm. your sun sign and reading Mm. your sun signs horoscope. And so my son is in this place in the chart where I'm like, I don't, 
I don't get it. I don't feel mm-hmm. close to it. Um, and that's, I, I believe, part of my divine mission. I'm not supposed to feel close to it. I'm supposed to really resonate with my rising sign so I can speak to it and bring mm-hmm. people there. Because when you work with your rising sign, you're working with your whole chart. And mm-hmm. I'll just, I won't explain why and for time's sake, but just yeah. know that you're doing that. And so for that reason too, for anyone listening, read your rising sign first because yeah. you're going to get information based off of your entire chart when you read your rising sign. When you read your rising sign, it's going to feel more inspiring. It's going to feel more like, oh, okay, that's the next step that like was on the horizon that I couldn't quite figure out versus when you read your sun sign. So getting into your sun, your sun is your core essence. It's Mm -hmm. who you are. It's just what you exude without on default. If all Mm -hmm. your switches are off, this is like still what you are. Mm -hmm. Um, And so with that, when you read your sun sign horoscope, you're going to read it and be like, yeah, yeah, I could have told you that. And <laughs> that's the difference. So my son is in Taurus um, and, and I still resonate with it, but I just, I, I'm way more turned on by my moon and my rising. But with Taurus, Taurus sun, like I just am. I work from my bed every day. <laughs> I I'm love that. My bed comfy, right now. comfy vibes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am. I have strong boundaries. Like mm-hmm. I have just always, you know, like either you're meeting me in my authenticity or get out. We're not meeting, <laughs> and that's fine. Um, and it's funny because Scorpio and Taurus are part of the same axis, so they I kind of share yeah. um, qualities between the two. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then lastly, your moon sign. Your moon sign is the way you process emotions, what you need in order to process emotions and feel emotionally fulfilled. Mm -hmm. So with that, my moon is in Libra. So aesthetic is really important to me. Beauty, like my life's purpose is beauty and not in the superficial way, but just there's this one quote that I live by that everything is not connected by love. Everything is connected by beauty. And love is the experience of beauty. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And so so tapping into that frequency and that energy, I need that in order to feel emotionally fulfilled. Mm. When it's time to process my emotions, catch me on Pinterest more days than not. <laughs> retweet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> or repin, I guess, in that case. Yes, repin. <laughs> the last thing I'll say about a moon sign, this is not something I typically focus on as an astrologer but it's definitely true is your moon sign is more of your internal landscape mm. your it's it's what you feel to be true about yourself so with that too your moon is your inner feminine and your sun is your inner your outer masculine yeah i love that and i we say this all the time thank you for going through all of yes, those rena we say this all of the time but our personal experiences with just learning more about ourselves with like alongside astrology, even like human design or just like other, um, other, like, it's like the map of yourself. It's like this other layer. It's like, it's really, and I think when I did my live with you, I kept saying permission slip. Like that was the word of the live because I just felt like this learning all about this and learning about how the different, yeah, sun moon rising have different energies how the different houses and what planets rule that house or yeah planets are in that house what what <laughs> signs rule the house like how they how that is even a layered um effect there is giving me the permission to do the healing but also see where that wisdom lies too so like chiron vibes still happening but like looking at like okay wow here like and it's it it, there's so much that is in sync with how I feel. And then when I show up to starstruck or how I feel, and I look at my birth chart and I go, wow, Mercury's here. And okay, this is what this is doing. And this is how I just know of myself to show up. Like it is, if anyone is kind of feeling like, I don't know who I am or like, like mm-hmm. I want to, I want to dive into the depths. Like there's so much work, shadow, inner child, like all of that. But even just like understanding your birth chart on another level or yeah, like human design is another great tool too. Like it, it gives you that permission to go like, oh yeah, this is why I am how I am. And this is okay. Mm-hmm. And going from there with that, like I, that's how I've, you know, at least kind of taken all of this information of just the you- last year. 
it brings you into the metaphysical world rather yeah. than the physical world where we spend most of our life so much of our and time especially when you're new to this it's it's you've spent your whole life in the physical world and so stepping into the metaphysical is going to shake you to your mm-hmm. core in the best and, way and yes absolutely in the best <laughs> way, absolutely and there's people out there like rena like this podcast like to be magnetic there's people out there that are giving you the tools giving you the permission slips and making you feel seen heard loved, and accepted mm. so f- find those people snapping love that I have to say when I Lauren when you're talking about working with the birth chart what I'm hearing is your chart is your opportunity and we Mm. talk about Mm -hmm. this all the time of like there's a high frequency and a low frequency expression of everything yeah neither is good neither is bad it's just a matter of information to experience in that moment yep and and then Brooke when you're talking about that like shifting from the metaphysical world, maybe for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. I've heard the word reverberation. Ooh. <laughs> what a good Love word. That. Yes. Seriously yeah, though. Absolutely. That's so beautiful. Thank you for so much for, for going into that. And people can get on the wait list for Starstruck. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, um, that piques interest. Doors will open um on the 17th so in the meantime you can get on the wait list send me a dm that you're interested i love to just like connect and, and meet Amazing. you um but yeah doors will open on the 17th and we'll highly recommend there. highly yeah. recommend amazing so yeah we chatted about starstruck and just to yeah wrap up the podcast where can people find you? You have one-on-one support as well. Um, we'll link everything below too, but how can people connect? How can they work with you if, um, if they're feeling called to? Yeah. So, so I'll start with where to work with me. There's starstruck, like we've talked about. Yeah. And then, yeah, I have one-to-one coaching as well. Um, and the difference between the two, I use astrology in both mm-hmm. starstruck is just where we get to really hone in on the archetype archetypes that astrology Mm -hmm. offers and the system of thinking that astrology gives us the gateway into that you so beautifully spoke to elevate is a little bit like we tap into astrology when we're inspired to but it's more focused on like uh subconscious Mm -hmm. beliefs subconscious Mm -hmm. thought patterns and Mm -hmm. then i incorporate breath work and reiki to really integrate that subconscious rewiring into Mm -hmm. the body so that you have a full holistic transformation beautiful so if either of those speak to you then you can find me on instagram it's urban two underscores buddha um i have a newsletter my newsletter is like such a special place for me it sends like it feels like i'm passing like um notes to Mm -hmm. like people in the community (laughs) who like want to hear more i'm like they're my favorite to receive (laughs) (laughs) yes i love when my inbox has an urban buddha email yes they're really fun. Um, I have a podcast as well. It's called Soul Calling. Brand new. And yes, Brand new podcast. Yes. I'm so excited. It feels really yes. good. Um, and yeah, I would say those are the places to find me. One more plug that we have to do is your bomb playlist. Oh, <laughs> Pinterest. My goodness. These okay, also, also Pinterest because yeah, having a fun time over there. So we'll link to that too. I was totally like, Brooke and I just went away for the weekend and we all we listened to listened to that Aquarius playlist nonstop. And like, I looked at it, it's like almost four hours long. Like it's yeah, it's, it's never ending. In the I best way. Back. Make one. I didn't make one for months. And and for those of you that don't know, I make playlists for each zodiac sign during okay. the sun season. But um I just got a little creatively burnt out from that. Yeah. I mean, I don't really work on timelines. So even like <laughs> something a month, I was like, oh my God. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came back to make the Aquarius one and I was like, whoa, I have so much creative energy in me. Oh my gosh. The Aquarius, Pisces and Taurus one. I that, like, oh man, that I don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know what have it is very much Taurus. Like I don't, I don't have a lot of placements in Taurus. So it's interesting that it speaks actually, no, you know what? Venus, wasn't Venus just retrograde? Yes. Yes. Yes, My Venus is in Taurus. So that's why recently it's been like, feel so like lovey. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. My favorites. I love, those are my favorites too. I really like Gemini and I really Mm -hmm. like the Virgo one as well. Yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. We will link to really good cancer. Yes. Yes. That one does hit. Are ready to be like soft. 
like romantic but like also well and I'm excited (laughs) to like now I feel like and I've said this to you before like I now have like a full year to experience like really integrating astrology and I know that like Pisces is the like it doesn't like line up like to our calendar year but I'm really excited to like now go in and like really like integrate and like you know play those playlists again like in Pisces season which is upcoming um well this will be uh live in in Pisces season and then moving into into the other um into the other signs so thank you for just like creating the coolest things like if people if it hasn't come across on the podcast Brooke (laughs) and I are just like your biggest fan and like we yeah we talk about you all the time and all the work that you do and just know that it's making such a beautiful impact on everyone and we so appreciate your time tonight oh my gosh thank you for having me this was so much fun <laughs> oh my gosh all right well that is all for today's episode everyone go check out rena at all of the channels linked in the show notes and we'll catch you next week see you next time bye thanks for listening if you enjoyed this episode we'd love if you shared it with a friend or family member who you think would love it too Make sure to leave us a review. It helps us grow and reach more like-minded people just like you. Connect with us on Instagram over at holistically.unfiltered. See you next time.